Hey, look, man. I'm sure this probably all seems weird to you. Sometimes you have to train outside the box to get to another level. You know, some people use the latest high-tech junk to get there, and some people need to run up a mountain in the snow and yell. Hey, guys, this is Ralph Macho. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter, and joining me, as always, on these episode reviews is Watch Party. How are you doing, sir? I am pumped and ready to get going, man. That's right. I, I think this is the first time we've recorded in the morning. It is the first time, like, yeah. ever, ever. <laughs> oh, so. at, at least for the episode review, right? I mean, we've probably done, like, afternoons and stuff for, like, other other things. Yeah, on like the on, on the YouTube or something. I think, um, right, right. I yeah. had you on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or even when we had like Drew and uh, uh, from the Last Row podcast, and also Ken Cole when we did the prop bets, which we still need to do the results show for. But um, I, I think that was also in the afternoon. But no, that know. was a morning. Now I remember because I was over. Oh. I almost overslept. I remember oh. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so but but here we go. We're uh, a bright eyed, butchy tailed. I think is the expression. <laughs> um, Portland is covered in snow right now we we had a bit of a blizzard yesterday Ooh. uh looks beautiful but i i have the rest of the week off um you know for for those that don't follow me and maybe if you guys didn't listen to the uh, previous uh, episode with uh, interview with michael jonathan smith um i i, I mentioned that uh you know we, we were actually uh watch part of you and i we were supposed to uh record this episode prior to the um the trip to uh, Disneyland, my my family mm-hmm. trip, and and mm-hmm. uh, we, we were uh, unable to make that work before I left, and then we came back uh, after being a week gone. Um, a couple of days later, we we had a passing of the family, and um, at the time of this recording, the funeral's in a couple of days here. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of been dealing a lot with that. I'm uh, I'm working, but for those that were kind of following, like. You know my move from uh, you know to to my new station. The the hours have gotten a lot better. Uh, I, I'm working uh, less late. You know uh, I've been having more eight hour days, which is really weird. Getting home, I'm like I got a lot of time on my hands, but it's like been, yeah, fist pump. I'm down to full time, like <laughs> down to full time from overtime. Yeah. Um, that that doesn't mean that you know, overtime is completely gone. You know, I'll yeah. be mandated still mm-hmm. when 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 necessary, obviously. But mm-hmm. uh, they've been using me less, um, and and that's great. You know, we've been able to fill a lot of a lot of vacancies. I've been spending a lot of time uh, with the family, as you, as you'd imagine, mm-hmm. having the extra time off. And um, since I'm um, part of the immediate family, I kind of been helping facilitate things. You know, people are flying mm-hmm. in from uh, out of state and and kind of helping. Uh, with uh, making arrangements and and doing pickups and and things like that too, but uh, I found a little window here that was going to work for the both of us, and 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 we're back, mm-hmm. and we're going to get into the Taikai episode. And after this, man, we got two more episodes, and then after that, I, I just plan on doing a bunch of fun list episodes uh, of like past season or, or whatnot to kind of fill in for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not not any uh, or not any there's currently no updates on twisted metal uh, i did speak with um, um you know michael obviously uh, a little bit about that not on the recording and there's not a whole lot that he was able to share other than uh he expects them to kind of wrap posts like within the next month mm-hmm. uh, and i think that was about a week ago or so when when i spoke with him so that's good news there obliterated still haven't heard anything about that um, but for the Peyton List fans, School Spirits, you know, it'll be out here just right around the corner, March 9th. So I, mm-hmm. I think I, th- I think there's only nine episodes. I don't I, I think I might be able to m- maybe do some coverage on that as well. So, um, you know, for those that didn't see the trailer, I, I got a little bit of the uh, what was that one show? 13 Reasons. Um, I believe that's what it was called. That, yeah. 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. Why, that one. Yes. Yeah. I, I I get the same type of feel when when I watch that trailer, and um, I I put on the trailer for my wife, and and she actually thought it looks interesting as well. So so uh, yeah, that's also- that's what I had said. We we mentioned it briefly last episode, I think, last recap, and I said I it did look like a, a decent premise. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like yeah. It. Hey, uh, you for- never know. Like maybe you can get some screeners. Just take it, shoot your shot. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe, right? Maybe. That, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for for those that don't know any of the details on that yet, um, let me get this one out of the way. On March 9th, the first three episodes will drop, and then uh, uh, one episode every Thursday thereafter. And I believe there's nine episodes, so six episodes after after March 9th. Um, and then also that basically the premise of that story uh, of that show is um, Peyton Liss's character. She's the lead. Her, her character uh, has died and she is stuck in school in the afterlife, like, like a bit of a purgatory. And there's other people there as well. And they're kind of continuing on. And and it's kind of like a whodunit. She doesn't know why she's there, which is unusual because everyone there seems to know why they died and, and whatnot. She doesn't. So it's a, it's a mystery. So I'm mm. kind of very, very interested. So. Keep yeah, like it's look at all an that. interesting premise, and and but that's on Paramount Plus, so Paramount Plus, correct, just, yeah. yes, exclusively, exclusively. Exclusive. So, right, a few choice of language. Uh, also, mm-hmm. on the Cobra Kai front, you know, we want to give a shout out to um, a few nominations here at the Critics' Choice Super Awards. So, what is that? Do you ask? We just we still don't really know. Um, <laughs> but according according to Wikipedia, it is. I don't I don't have it up. Um, because there we go. It is the uh, is an awards show presented annually by the Critics Choice Asso- Association to honor the finest in genre fiction film, uh, television, and home media releases, including action, superhero, uh, horror, science fiction, fantasy, and animation releases. So maybe some of the other genres that don't get enough love, uh, you know, in in these type of uh, awards. So yeah, Cobra Kai mm-hmm. nominated for uh, for best action. Uh, series or or uh, TV film, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. So, um, congrats to the entire team, obviously, but also uh, uh, William Zapka and Ralph Macchio uh, for uh, best actor in an action series. So, um, I, how do they decide who's going to win? They're going to have to fight it out. I think so. I, I I think they saw my chosen post, you know, where they, it takes down all six senseis, and and mm-hmm. I labeled all the other senseis the. Uh, the, the the other mm-hmm. nominees so so hopefully a couple guy wins you know this will be um, great I, I i saw one other show that i have actually seen uh, reacher reacher is a good show in terms mm-hmm. of action 
I think Cobra Kai has better action than Reacher. I think Reacher's a really good show, though. So the yeah. other ones I'm not familiar with. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe may the in, best show win. In that actor category, I did see Stallone is nominated, um, which is almost like it brings it into an Avilson reunion. Yeah, um, Kevin Costner right. is nominated, too. So it's actually it's actually a really impressive field there. Um, just in terms of the actors nominated for that. Oh so. yeah, but do the, either of those characters have peak versions of their characters in you know in their Not respective even seasons? Close. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, nobody beats Peak Johnny. Come on. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Is there anything else you could think of? Uh, kind of house house cleaning before we get into this episode proper. Um, the only other thing is, you know, we had heard back in December sort of on accident that they were going to start the writer's room in February. Um, No one's announced anything yet, but we're kind of late in February. So maybe we'll assume it's going on. Um, Probably people are working in in shifts or something because I'm certain obliterated post-production is still going on. So, you know, the big three are probably going back and forth. And you even know Michael Jonathan Smith is still finishing up post on his show. So, um, but that doesn't mean the writer's room isn't going. I'm sure it probably is. So by now. Right. Right. Yeah. And let's see if you follow. I'm not dropping any names here, but if you follow the correct people on social media, uh, somebody close to the writer's room, I think I could say it like that, uh, shared something, uh, an image uh, of a location that made me think, huh, well, they are there. So that that looks good. So I, I have reasons to believe people are in the writer's room, whether they are currently writing or just spitballing things. That I don't know. But, um, you know, we, we are one day closer to season six. <laughs> That's all I'm happy about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So this uh, episode eight of uh, season five titled Taikai, this was written by Ashley Darnell, who previously wrote uh, Downward Spiral episode four, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's right. And, That's um, right. yeah. Yeah, she had the, the the little cameo where she uh, exits the Eagle Fang van, and Johnny right. calls her an asshole for leaving her uh, the the one star for uh, leaving him the one star for uh, the van smelling like beer, mm-hmm. and um, also directed by Mario Woods again. So uh, uh, same pairing, also if I'm not mistaken, and um, pre- previous interview the Mar- uh, Mario Woods. So happy to see her back uh, again. Obviously, um, I so for, first uh, impressions. What did you think of this episode? Um, well, I, I'm sitting here looking at the, the title. Why is it just Taikai and not Sekai Taikai? <laughs> the, to get into the deep questions first, is it just, is it just tournament? Like, cause that's the word for tournament, right? So, right. I don't know. Yeah. So Sekai Taikai, for those that don't know, it uh, it means world tournament and yeah. maybe, maybe, um, it's just Taikai because of the tournament between, you know, the mini tournament that we have here between the, the, the two dojos. Yeah. I yeah. guess that's what it is. <laughs> Uh, but otherwise, um, I think there's there's a lot of like good stuff in this episode. I do think it's still one of the the weaker ones of season five, um, as we'll kind of get into. I think um, I don't think like the fans are buying uh, some of the fights as much, just especially on general fan reaction that I see. Um, you know, but 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 then there's you know like every episode even if there's stuff that people don't like as much, there's a lot of like strong stuff going on, you know, um, the, the, the board and stuff. And so, uh, yeah. So I think that's a general, like it's, it's kind of like a mixed bag episode. Um, I, I enjoy it. There's a, you know, I'm just going to be echoing um, a, a lot of, you know, what you were saying. There's uh, a lot to like, there's things that you're like, okay, well, you know, 
Uh, it is what it is. But uh, mm-hmm. do you re- remember any kind of the, the details that Michael shared in, in the interview? Because he he did mention, you know, he um uh, obviously kind of brought up again that yeah, Netflix wanted the the, the second um second season in the same year here because they wanted to strike the iron while it's hot kind of thing. And I believe he mentioned that they had like the first two seasons pretty much polished. And then it was like go time, right? Like they, they kind of started the filming and then all the other episodes they were, um, they were still working on throughout production. Right. Yeah. I remember he said they, they were in pre-production by the time the first draft of episode three came in. Um, and they were already in pre-production. Yeah, and they took took the writers' room to Atlanta. Um, so yeah, definitely. Um, they were they were writing the scripts ultimately while they were still filming. Um, I remember and that I, part of it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I kind of wonder, like maybe, um, you know, there, there's really no no formula, but like, well, what if the stronger stuff were like the the, the strict outlines? Like, this is what we, you know, need need to get to. And then maybe the other stuff in between, it's because like, you know, short on time. So, you know, you can't really sit there in a writer's room with everybody spitballing ideas on, on you know, execution or the dialogue. Right. So so mm-hmm. everyone's kind of like um, I think Michael even said they were kind of like, um, what was it separated to the winds or, or you know, everybody was out kind of doing their own thing once they got to Atlanta because they were already starting production. So mm-hmm. um, maybe that's 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 what it is. But uh, yeah, to to kind of get into it, we'll go ahead and get into Amy's synopsis as uh, she provides every episode. So again, as always, appreciate that. Uh, Amy writes, the Sekai Takai committee has showed up in the Valley to determine if Cobra Kai is worthy of inclusion in the competition this year. Uh, Terry clearly thinks he has it in the bag and is in full salesman mode. But Team Daniel, dojo name to be determined, makes a dramatic entrance and throws their hat into the ring. The committee is surprised to find there's another championship dojo in the area because Terry had indicated Cobra Kai were the only stars in town. He is slightly thrown by the committee's apparent ethics as they cl- declare that they'd like to see what both uh, what both have to offer before they make their decision. After the two-ish dojos present their strengths to the committee and Johnny Bonds with one of them over Rocky, they decide that it's just too close and they'll need to see the groups compete to see who qualifies. After it's decided that Hawk will fight Kenny and Sam, will fight Tori, they begin their training and the nerves start to show. Sam is overwhelmed but gets a hell of a pep talk from Daniel and Chosen. Likewise, Terry builds up Kenny's confidence by sharing his past as Twig and teaching him a potentially lethal punch that will take Hawk down. But none of it matters. Terry has another ref in his pocket that's willing to make most of the calls in Cobra Kai's favor. What he wasn't counting on was that the committee noticed uh, wait, was he wasn't counting on was that the committee noticed the ref wasn't dirty enough to pretend everybody in the room was blind and Tori's continuing struggle with being a double agent on a cheating team resulted in her bailing before she had to fight Sam. When all is said and done, the committee gives both teams their seal of approval and admits them. Not having learned anything about how every party these kids throw ends badly, the adults send them off to celebrate without supervision. (laughs) Fortunately, the worst that happens this time around is that Sam, who has found the necklace, uh, Miguel tossed away at Miyagi-Do has the usual terrible timing and walks in to see him making out with some random girl. But there's no time for that to turn into a thing because Tori is there. She's not there to fight. She's there to tell some truths about Cobra Kai. Thank you, Amy, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, every party they throw ends badly. Ends badly. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we will definitely get there. 
Um, so yeah, let's let's start off with the uh, the very beginning here. The Sakai Takai uh, organizers they arrive at the Cobra Kai flagship dojo. Um, one thing you mentioned in a previous video of yours uh, to to talk about, like um, I, I think it was a video about you know how they could use um, I'm blanking on the name Julie Pierce here. You know, if like the senseis have a, a fight or whatnot, because your right, observation yeah. is that. Um, uh, Sensei uh, Blondie here is also kind of like doing a bit of a demo, and and that's for them to kind of like take note, right? Like, oh, okay, you know, mm-hmm. your your senseis are worthy or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to talk about the organizers a, a, a little bit. Do you, the board, the board, the, yeah. the, the board, yeah, because the, the um the, the the lead gentleman here, he he also refers to them to as organizers. So maybe the organizers are them, but excluding mm-hmm. him. You know, um, maybe he's like, you know, the, the, you know, the chairman, like Ron. Yeah. But, yeah. I call him like the international Ron or something like, yeah. which by the way, I'm hoping for next season, like a showdown between those two. Feeling uh, each other's mics, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, what do you think about this, this process? You know, is it just because Terry Silver like flew them over? Is there, um, I'm, I'm just trying to think like they, they don't, visit every dojo around the world do they um you know that's that's a good question because it definitely seems like um you know there could be like a a process where dojos are are admitted legacy like like if you were admitted before you can get admitted yeah they probably don't like especially they're not going to like visit the same dojo year after year okay you're admitted again um but so I feel like it's the process because this is a dojo, not to mention in America, um, you know, that that they've never visited. So I feel like but I do I do feel like the admission process um is is rigorous. But yeah, I don't know if they if there's some form of this for every dojo. It it seems like probably not, but then I don't know. We also don't know how ultimately how many dojos are in it. Is it like a hundred? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's world tournament, but like, how many slots are open, right? They, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if they were almost filled, and then Terry's like, "Hey, you know, do you have room for one more?" And then he tries to, you know, entice them with like, you know, um, you know, these sponsorships and and broadcasting, you know, things or whatever. I I didn't really write that down. What he was, uh, c- kind of. Yeah, I don't want to say bribing, but that's basically right. Like you just say, hey, you know, there's a market here that you guys weren't able to to get, and I can help out with that kind of thing. And so, you know, to, to jump forward ahead, like if like how many how many slots are available? Because then they also, you know, give give our heroes here uh, admission as well. So I was right. just kind of like, huh, this is just kind of interesting. I wonder how many dojos worldwide. Um, maybe they had just two slots available and and this was kind of it like okay well let's go see them up front because the other ones they are more familiar with i guess you know i mean yeah the level. impression i've always had is it, it is in something like i always tell people in my live streams or something you know their fans is like the one thing to note is it you're admitted as a dojo it's not individual students like it's the whole dojo or not um so that's the yeah so that's important and it just yeah definitely seems to be a a certain qualification your dojo has to meet a certain qualification um and i guess desire intention to go so yeah there has to be some sort of process maybe maybe like also like maybe the whole board doesn't always go mm-hmm. for like an evaluation 
you know, there's what are there six of them or something like they can each go to a different dojo, but the whole board came to this one because it's, it's like a completely new school in America where they've never had a dojo. So, um, I think maybe that could be part of it. Right. Because he, uh, he also mentions like, you know, they cannot guarantee admission, you know, just, just because they're there right. and all these things, right. you know, so they, yeah. so they really have to evaluate them. And I, I would imagine that the boards is like a, a mix of, you know, that like, some of those uh, individuals that's that's their job and some of them were like maybe uh you know former fighters as well you know mm-hmm, I, I would imagine mm-hmm. um let's see here so i do like how the you know miyagi fang they kind of walk in it, it it's almost like in uh uh i'm playing on the name see this is my problem in the morning like my mind is still like kind of waking up you know there, there's a bit <laughs> of a time difference you've been up a little bit longer than me um uh, so star no What's what's the pair? What's the parody movie of Star Wars? Mel's Mel Brooks Spaceballs. Spaceballs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It comes up all the time on the show, and I couldn't even think Spaceballs. So mm-hmm. it, like, it's like in Spaceballs at the, at at the end when um, Princess Vespa is about to marry Prince Valiant, uh, Valium, and then uh, mm-hmm. Lone Star walks in like, no, she doesn't, you know, and it's like, yeah. who the hell are you? So this is it could kind of like the similar entrance, you know, that's the vibe that I get mm-hmm. when these guys walk in, you know, everyone's like, who the, who the hell are you? So, I'm Lone Star, you know, I'm a certified prince you know and and all that Mm -hmm. so people get the reference um and again another johnny moment where uh you know he thinks that they're gonna win tells terry that uh you know and once they win he's gonna shove that ponytail straight up your ass yes yeah so you you can uh, have him translate that now (laughs) one interesting thing is uh we this is where we also learn um uh, chosen's actual rank as master sensei and i really like that one of the the um uh, organizers, he also uh, kind of gives like a slight bow to Chosen. So I feel like, I don't know, maybe yeah, he this gentleman, right. mm-hmm. he, he does, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, is he a former fighter? Is that just because like, you know, perhaps this gentleman is also Japanese and, you know, recognizes just respect, yeah. the tradition. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But but yeah. also like in my mind, I'm like kind of low-key wondering, is he is he familiar with Master Sensei uh, Taguchi? You know? Um, I didn't think that, but it would be interesting. Um, that would be interesting, or just yeah, I, maybe he's maybe he's been to Okinawa even, and you know, trained right. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe not necessarily something to keep an eye on, but that would be interesting. Uh, if if mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, okay, you know, Takuchi is a name we have heard for sure. So mm-hmm. um, you know, just yeah, the the, uh, the the return of that respect there. Uh, we kind of cut to uh, Terry Silver and Sensei Kim uh, in his office, and she is not happy. Um, she doesn't think he was prepared for this, but also, how do you prepare? You know, how, how did you know they were going to walk in unless somebody was monitoring, you know, the surveillance that they were about to walk in? Yeah, yeah, you can't prepare, and and you know, they when you have good timing, you have good timing, and they had good timing, so uh, they really did. I mean, I, I'm sure they they missed the two buses that pulled up right out front, you know, with the Eagles, you know, <laughs> right, <all yeah>. <laughs> you know, how do you think they all got there? The Alta Goobers, or? I think, I think Daniel drove his Audi SUV, right? He has an Audi SUV, um, oh, stacked all the kids <laughs> inside sideways. <laughs> well, they didn't bring the kids, but. But I don't know. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I don't know. You know what? My, my mind's thinking again. It's it's a little bit early for me, but um, I was thinking at the end when all the kids are there. So you're right. It's it's mm-hmm. just the four of them, yeah, yeah, including Amanda. Um, let's see. Now we got a, a brief moment with Tori and Devin. Uh, they're they're just kind of going over 
uh, some kicking exercises here. And uh, Devin likes this. You know, she likes the idea of like them winning and like college being paid for, being Insta famous and all this stuff. Insta, yeah, and, she wants to be big on Instagram, you know. Right. And and Tori hasn't even thought about college. No, she hasn't. Um, I guess it's a question. Is this is this like a foreshadow of Tori's fate next season? Maybe she ends up going to college. Is it just like a little character moment there? Like she's never even considered the future. She hasn't been able to think that far ahead. Um, I think so. I, I I think you know, like I I feel we're, we're gonna get um, a lot of like uh, wrap ups with with characters and and their their storylines, mm-hmm. and I, right. I feel that is something that we can keep keep an eye on. That's something that she's never thought about, and maybe we'll see uh, Tori, you know, making that decision that she's gonna continue education and go to college. Um, what would she study though? Like, I don't know. You know, may, may, maybe something medical because her mom's sick. Oh, you know? I yeah. Um, the, it's, the, that's the a health, lot, you know, that's healthcare. all the sciences and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, to get to there, you got to start with all the sciences and, and all that, but it's yeah, a lot of work. it's a lot of yeah, work. It is know? a lot of work. And then, then, you know, she still has her, uh, her brother, Brandon. So, mm-hmm. so a lot of decisions, you know what I mean? So maybe not the medical field, but something, you know, she, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure she'll figure it out. Um, then we go to the back of Miyagi-Do and uh, is this? Yeah, yeah. This is still outside. So, Smarty, son. No, no. Are they eating? No, that's not yet. No, no. This is when they're coming in there in the morning to get ready. Um, okay. So, something about Chris uh, wanting to fill up a hot tub with Smarties and hotties. Smarties more. And, yeah, they were talking about how the the uh, last year's winners, um, and this is something I always say. It's plural. Last year's winners did a commercial in Korea. I think was the. You know, is it a car commercial? Um, I don't remember. It might have been. Yeah, no, no. But hey, some exposure, right? They're gonna yes, get some exposure yes, for exposure. the dojos. Mm-hmm. And um I do like how you know they kind of talk about like, well, if Cobra Kai wins, then uh, basically everyone around the world who studies under Cobra Kai are gonna be bullies, right? Like uh, and and they're gonna have to go through what the rest of them went through, and Sam uh also counters that well you know if miyagi-do wins they'll uh, be able to teach everybody how to defend themselves you mm-hmm. know just like just like them so yeah uh, so that's kind of what what's at stake here yeah this this scene though like there's things about this scene that actually annoy me um like i just feel like 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 they shouldn't be because this is the one that starts off um when when uh, Hawk is coming in with with Miguel and Robbie, and he's like, "Did you see that video? Like of last year's winners? Like who knew who they could kick that high? And like that's something that like at this point shouldn't be amazing to Hawk. Like in fact, they should be able to kick this high if they're supposedly is like is good. Like like kicking high is like also impressive, but like when you've been training martial arts, like it shouldn't. Be, you should be able to do that yourself. You've been stretching and working on your splits. Like that's just like it's like something that like." I feel like it's like they're really amazed by it, but they shouldn't be at that point in their training. Um, mm. So that's I, something well, that I, I kind of feel like. Okay. Okay. I, no, I, I can I see that. But yeah. um, on the flip side of that, and you know, obviously I've I've trained zero days in the martial, uh, martial of arts, right? Uh, but I, um, you know, with the Instagram algo, I often get like these suggestive video clips and I, right. I, I see mm-hmm. like people doing demonstrations and exercises in the dojos and whatnot. And I continue to be impressed, even though I've seen similar things like over the years, right? I'm like, Oh wow. That's, that's still pretty good. You know, yeah. um, the, the, the way they, they taught us, like, it's like, 
from from a standing position, you should be able to kick your leg out 90 degrees, right? And then as you lean back, you can bring your, you keep that 90 degrees and you can keep it higher and higher until the point where essentially you're leaning 90 degrees and your foot is essentially almost 180 degrees straight up. Right. Like, uh, so, I mean, you know, like you would learn that, like, like it, even it, it takes a long time to train and get to that point, but it shouldn't be something like it's, he's never seen before. That's sort of like how I see it. It's yeah, like, well, I get it. I get mm -hmm. it. No, you're right. Yeah, maybe it could, it could have been something like that. But you know what? We we did we didn't see what he saw. So maybe um That's true. You know, maybe they could yeah. tire, you know. Cause cause some of those actual demonstrations, like some of these guys, they jump super high and in you know, they get that that foot real high up in there when they're doing I don't know, maybe not necessarily standstill jump kicks, but um yeah, some right. of those well, demos, you know, Hawk outrageous. didn't break that board and he in sure did four. He wasn't focused. He wasn't focused. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know? But uh, yeah, th yeah. There's one other thing that actually bothers me, and it's it's uh, this one's maybe even a little bit more so. It's it's uh, they Johnny and Daniel give that little prep talk, right? And then Johnny's like, "All right, let's," you know, he, Johnny's really pumped, you know, doing his way, and he's like, he's like, claps his hand, let's move those asses, and then and then everyone breaks. He's like, let's move, and everyone's just sort of moseying on away, like like the the energy doesn't translate. And I'm like, oh, that's bad. Like like if you if you no training. Johnny's like, let's move those asses and then look at it. If you watch the scene, everyone just kind of walks away. Like, like everyone should charge. Like everyone's run into their positions or something like, like that's like championship doge. Let's move those asses. Everyone charges, but he's like, let's move those asses. Everyone, okay, let's go. I'm going to go over here. You're going to go over there. Like no one's moving those asses. Like it's too early. Oh. It's too early. <laughs> yeah. It's too, but like, but like, and that's like, ah, like I, I wish, you know, whoever's like, between the the writing the directing you got you got to like pick up on those things like that's a a transfer of energy and the enthusiasm of the students like let's move those asses everyone's so excited they're running to their positions and stuff but like they, it doesn't happen here and like that's just something i see like i notice mm. that stuff and it just like oh it bothers me like that's just like ah yeah, don't yeah. do that no. you got you got to charge you got to have that energy where's the fire the fire yeah, right yeah, yeah, lots at stake here. You guys don't want Cobra yeah. Kai to, yeah. to to you know be qualified and not you guys. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. I get it, I get it. Um, let's see here. This is also where um, let's see. Uh, Johnny asked Miguel about Sam, and things seem to mm -hmm. be uh, going okay, so that's good. Mm -hmm. And uh, Robbie busts uh, Johnny's balls here a little bit, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, say, oh, is this how like what was he say like is this how um like fatherly advice sounds like or something like that. Oh, right. Yeah. I think that's the exact line. Yeah. Fatherly. And, and, and you know, Johnny gets a little defensive and there's like, ah, I'm just screwed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of like that. Know, so, yeah. Yeah. To the point where you can joke about it, right? Like that's a sign, like it's, it's going well, where you can kind of make jokes about it and have fun with it. Um, yeah. I do yeah. like Johnny's retort because, you know, like it clearly it, it got him. He's like, all right, you right. know, mm -hmm. now you guys get your shit together. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we get a demonstration montage of each dojo's uh, mm -hmm. little stand on the floor, screaming eagle. Now I do not see. I mean, chosen is also obviously uh, kind of assisting in in the demo, but um, not. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I guess the, the their senseis are a little bit older, so we're not going to see them doing any kind of like individual, um, you know, flips or kicks or anything like that. So, 
I guess yeah, they're also not the stunt people. <laughs> that is true. That is, is very yeah. true. Uh, Screaming Eagle, I, I know that to be a uh, an amusement park ride. But uh, what do you think about some of the early Miyagi Do demos here? Oh, it, I mean, I think it's it's like it's a great uh, demo of Miyagi Do, and I think as Daniel's explaining it there, you know, we start with the defense and then move with the offense, which is exactly from you know Mr. Miyagi in the movie. That's how he taught, and so. Um, no, I think it's good. And I like chosen, you know, kicking. I think it's Mitch and Chris um, at them and they they block with sand the floor. So I think it is a great introduction of Miyagi-Do for these for the uh, the board here. What do you what do you think about their um the, the sensei's uh, clothing here? You know, it's yeah, I, I kind of like wonder the jumpsuits or whatever. Yeah, it, it, track I, I think I, I wonder if this is like a Frank's decision as in like, well, you know, they, they're going to keep talking about how like, you know, they're unorthodox styles and their unusual combining of different styles and things. You, you think maybe it's like, well, they're not going to wear geese. We're going to put them in something different. You know, this is more for like performance and workout and stuff like that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure here. Yeah. Um it's uh it's gym clothes you could say they're dressed kind of heavy for it's technically summer even though uh they shot it in the winter time so you know but uh you know ignoring those sorts of things i think um i think like the miyagi do like miyagi do has always trained outside right and usually doesn't have geese right usually you are you are just in your whatever like a like a gym clothes or something you know workout clothes so um, yeah. I think that's even part of the Miyagi Do. It's 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 not like this formal in the inside in a dojo in a gi. You're doing something. You're outside. You're you're in the nature. You're you're just kind of in clothes. Maybe you would be wearing or just working out in. Um, yeah, I, I feel there's at least one scene for sure that they were all in like um, Miyagi Do gis, and um, that was pretty sure it was in season four. It was sometime uh, so, so, something outdoors. Season three. Season was it three. season three? Okay, okay, yeah. Because I, I remember using like a like an image and and inserting Julie Pierce in a white gi back there, with, uh, standing next to Daniel. Yeah, so, I think that's season three, episode eight, right? right? Uh the good, the bad, and the badass. Um, where they're it could um, be, yeah, uh, yeah, where they find out, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, they'll, they'll do it sometimes. Maybe when, yeah, it's a more. Gosh, why would it be formal just amongst them? Uh, kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, well, just a few questions here, <laughs> but I mean, I don't have them, but I'm just saying like so some yeah. of these choices, you know, yeah, it's kind of having me kind of question it a little bit. <laughs> um, then we see the Cobra Kai students, uh, uh, Terry Silver kind of men mentions that they'll just throw them into the fire and mentions how like Kenny Payne, you know, he just joined like last year is already one of their best ones. But like, what what the hell is this thing that Kyler's doing? And what is it registering? Just like his, uh, the par how powerful his kicks are? Um, oh, yeah. So Kyler's part of it. I think, yeah, I think like this dumbbell, it'll register, yeah, where you hit, the strength. Um, maybe you can even detect what part of the foot you're hitting with, which is important. You got to like learn that. Are you hitting with the ball of your foot, the side of your foot, the heel? Um, oh, yeah. No, that, that's so absolutely that'll affect, Yeah, it, that'll affect it, strength and stuff. It's just like um like soccer, right? Like like mm -hmm. you know, there, there's obviously a science to it. You want the ball to go in a certain direction. You got to kick it at a certain angle, and yeah. also the which part of the foot, you know. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of control there. Yeah. Um, and the uh, motion uh, capture can probably get his form too to make sure you have the form. So right. So yeah. And it, it kind of does remind you of like Rocky Four a little bit, right? When mm -hmm. you see Drago's stuff, you know, and he has all these enhanced. Um, you know, machinery, you know, and, and all these things. So, 
uh, stuff that we haven't uh, quite seen before. And Sam kicking watermelons. So <laughs> I, I think that's a little bit stronger, you know, uh, especially with the, the hard shell and the water in there. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take uh, Sam over Kyler in, in the, uh, the comparison <laughs> here. No, it definitely, it's definitely more uh, certainly visually exciting, especially if the watermelon were to splash all over your face. Yeah, absolutely. Which it does happen here. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the the let's let's refer to him as the chairman. I I don't know for sure. Um, he uh, Guter is his and, name. Yeah, Guter technically. Gu- yeah, Gunter yeah. is it Gunter? I think it's Gut Gut. I think it's spelled G U T O R. It's how I was spelling it. Guter. Yeah. Oh, Guter. Okay. Guter, yeah. Um, and I, I don't even think I ever looked it up. But I know that he's the. Uh, isn't he the 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 bad coach from Mighty Ducks too? I think that's what a lot of people are talking about. Oh, is it? I um, boy, I think I I don't remember that movie. I think I saw it once, but it could be, yeah, yeah. Um, probably <laughs> my least favorite of the Mighty Ducks might be a hot take to some people, but mm. it's 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 fun. But I, I I prefer one and three. Three, I think, is the best overall movie. Moving on. Um, I know I'm going to get flack for that. Drago, anyway, yeah, yeah, Drago, yeah, Drago, yeah. The 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 Johnny save it, and we get the the Rocky reference and such so oh, absolutely yeah we see a little look from daniel so he's kind of like relieved oh good this is kind of gonna go in our favor just a little bit mm-hmm. um i also noticed that sam is leading one of the exercises you know where you know they're doing the strikes and stuff like that you know kind of information so uh yeah take, student take leadership. yeah right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i so, think that was definitely part of the demo mm-hmm. we, we didn't see that with cobra kai so it, and, and that's a, a little bit of a contrast right between the two lead women uh, on on the respective dojos, right? Because Tori, true. you know, completely different. And we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else do we have. Organizers will select dojo based on uh, the fights because this is just too close. They weren't able to really call it uh, at this point. And, um, you know, they want the best fighters. Terry Silver selects Tori Nichols to go against Sam and Kenny to go against whoever they decide uh, in, the, in the men's. Did you find that a little... Maybe not puzzling, but like, okay, well, Sam, because she's literally like the only girl on that side, girl right? All over there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with with the guys they can there's so many to choose from. Do you think it's kind of interesting that that Terry didn't have like a a um he, he himself couldn't decide like on on the clear winner from that side? Who would um no, because I think Terry probably just sees it the ultimately the way they saw it, you know. You know, he knows, yeah, he knows Hawk is the champion. He knows Robbie Keane. Obviously, he trained Robbie last season. And then Miguel um, was the first uh, champion. Yeah, and Miguel. And he, he, you know, saw Miguel at the tournament. He knows he's uh, also a champion. So, yeah, I think, I think just, you know, Terry Silver, it's just, he's like, I don't know what they're going to do, which is probably just honest. Like, I buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see. We uh now we see Tori goes to uh prison and visit her grandfather. Um <laughs> Chris, and this is where Chris decides to kind of let Tori go and uh, uh take uh, take care mm-hmm. of herself. You know, mm-hmm. she's really upset by this because people have gotten hurt because of her and do you think this is uh, he's already made up his mind on how to escape at this point? Um no, I think this is um crease at his lowest i think in 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 the sense that like when we saw him the past few episodes um he's had like all this all this plan and as like like tori even reiterates here that there 
he was working on getting out early and she was working on undermining and sabotaging silver. And then like silver was able to avoid getting sabotaged and Kreese's plan of getting out early kept getting shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, I feel like, but like, I feel like, like we said so many times, this entire series is based on bad communication. Like, I feel like Kreese didn't explain it to Tori what had happened that like he, every attempt he was making on getting out got shut down and and um you know even even progress with that therapist in episode six ultimately isn't going to lead to an early release and then his hope of like getting a new trial daniel was going to help him out with a lawyer obviously got shut down so like but like crease doesn't say like i can't go anymore he doesn't really explain that you know ultimately he can't go through with the plan because his that part of it failed so you know, he's telling, he tells Tori, um, do what's right for you, you know? Right. So like, I, which I think is actually genuine. Like he's, he's, he's saying just do what's right for you, but, um, it obviously upsets her and he doesn't explain that, you know, the plan isn't going to work now. Right. Right. Because he basically tells her as much, like there's nothing that they can do to get him out of there. So, right. you know, mm-hmm. what's kind of, what's the point, you know, just save your time, take care of yourself. So mm-hmm. um, after that, we go back to the LaRussos. Uh, they're having a pizza party. Uh, we are coming in uh, during their second round. Uh, a little small for all those big boys that are still growing. Oh, the pizzas? Yeah. 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 I think they they look like maybe 12 inch, 10 or 12 inch pizzas. Yeah, which are small. But that's a lot of times when you make those individual pizzas, if you go to places like that. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Um probably just how the they buy the dough like that <laughs> something yeah um chris mentions honeys love a man that can eat is that true with one yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i don't think so i mean i mean I, not, not I, to say it's, that maybe it's it depends not true. on the honey yeah maybe it's just, yeah. it depends on the honey you're looking for yeah <laughs> i mean because because my honey you know like I, i've been with her we're what maybe just a little under two months away from being together for 21 years. Um, she feeds me well mm. and she loves me. I, I, I guess she, so in, in that, in that sense, she loves me, a man that can eat. <laughs> you know, so, there, so. there you go. There you go. Yeah. If a man can't eat, um, he's not going to live long enough to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I had oh, quite a big meal yesterday. And, yeah, there you go. So, so, so maybe, yes, yeah, so there's, there's some truth to that. Chris is a wise age <laughs> yeah. of, uh, of the Mi- Mi- Miyagi Fang. But they, um, they, they are foreshadowing Mitch's sort of turn here. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those things when you, when you rewatch it, you don't get it the first time through, but like, oh yeah, it, they were foreshadowing it for half the season. <laughs> That's right. He, he's, he's, um, you know, Chris mentions honey's love a man that can eat mm-hmm. and, and, uh, there's, you know, too many sausages, you know, for Mitch mm-hmm. here. And he, he too likes the ladies, but people keep calling him penis breath. So yeah. can't get, can't get any ladies when you're being called penis breath by your, by your peers. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, in the living room, Johnny uh, has a sit down with Robbie, Miguel, and Eli. Uh, they talk about who should represent them. Johnny kind of recaps each of their bouts in the tournaments. Um, pretty funny there. Mm-hmm. And he says, there's three of them. You know, how are they going to decide? And so Peak Johnny says, well, okay, we'll flip three coins. Flip a coin. So maybe you know you can odds, roll a die. You can, all you have to do is just roll. You can roll a six-sided die, and you can get it. But um, I uh, previously attended a comic con where I saw a one hundred-sided die. 
Yes, yes, they exist. If you've uh, played Dungeons and Dragons, you may have seen it. Um, oh, Dojos kind and of Dragons, looks like, you mean? Kind of like, yeah, Dojos and Dragons. <laughs> kind of looks like a uh, almost a golf ball. But uh, yeah, 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 you're right. Right. Yeah, all those little. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, really interesting. Oh, also, so a little side note here. I, I mentioned the the con. Uh, at so at some point, I will be doing a bonus episode, kind of recapping my uh, weekend at the uh, Fan Expo Portland 2023. So I had a lot of fun there. Um, things you can expect me to talk about: uh, meeting the cast of um, Back to the Future, uh, meeting Rufio, played by Dante Bosco uh, in Hook, and um, I also hosted a little. Cobra Kai panel to talk about my uh, journey, you know, answer some questions about the show and play a little trivia. And um, oh, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I felt like I came up came up with a lot of underhand ones, and boy, were they struggling. Uh, so much so that I was really easy and like, okay, you know, that's close enough. I'll take it, kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I I had like fifty stickers, and um, I had a lot left at the end. I was like, okay, you know, you guys all just come and just just grab a bunch, you know, just there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, pretty decent turnout. I ended up being like the last slot of the evening. I did did not know that, and so I think that kind of explains that uh, you know a, a lack of attendance. So, but I had a pretty decent turnout and, and made a lot of friends uh, after after all. So. All right, so um, let's see here. Where do we go? Uh, they okay. So we go to the backyard. Sam seems to be you know you know locked in. She she is kind of thrown back in here, kind of like the um, Amy's uh, synopsis mentioned. And uh, there's a little bit of talk here between uh, Chosen and Daniel. That they give mm-hmm. her a talk and kind of kind of recaps their history. And he mentions how Daniel you know, f- was fighting for things, whereas uh, he himself was fighting against. And and that's why uh, Daniel kind of came up on top on that. What do you think about this moment? Well, there's there's a few things to think about it. First off, um, I don't know, like, you know, sometimes we don't know something. And, and so we just kind of like fill in a little story in our head. Like, so for me, I had always thought, I, or basically after season two, when when Daniel talks about how he was in Cobra Kai, and then Sam is like, um, you, you remember, and then Sam's like, Oh, you never told me about that. And he's like, Well, I don't tell you didn't tell you everything. Um, for some reason, I always moved on and I thought like maybe Sam didn't know about Chosen and Daniel's fight. Like, like maybe Daniel didn't tell her that he, oh, you know, one time I had this fight to the death. Um like it, it always just thought like, well, maybe that's something he wouldn't go and tell his young daughter. Um, now it's possible like she's just learned over the summer. So I guess right. I don't know. Like when did she finally first learn about this fight? But Chosen talks about it as like, oh, you already know, you remember. Like, um, so like I don't know. It was like a little bit of a, like, oh, I didn't know that. Like I didn't know she already knew. Um, because I guess I had just decided in my head that was something maybe Daniel wasn't going to tell his daughter. You know, one time I was in a karate fight for my life and I almost got killed. Um, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things that, yeah. um, you, you know, like the, this is, I was about to say different, but same, but it's actually different, but different. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, I, I had asked Michael, I was like, hey, how come Chosen didn't get like a, you know, like a lavish entrance? And he's like, well, you know, he, he, he he didn't get like, like a slow-mo or anything like that, but he got his entrance in season three. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's right. You right. know, because I, I was just thinking like, you know, Mike Barnes and Sensei Kim and mm-hmm. the Terry Silver, but Terry Silver shared the scene mm-hmm. with uh, Sensei Kim. So I kind of get that. Um, mm-hmm. But t- even Terry Silver didn't get like, 
you know, a great um, introduction. You know, we got the backside of him playing a piano, which is a which is very different. But Mm -hmm. so what I'm kind of getting at is like they they kind of talk about these things and be like, oh, well, they have their reasons and we just don't know. And Mm so kind of like what you're saying, Sam has already known this and maybe to the writing team. Right. They they said, okay, well, at some point they, you know, may have bonded. Unfortunately, we're not going to see that because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, kind of cut to uh, a, a later sequence after Sam, you know, kind of wins her her fight with uh, with Devin. You know, there's this um, moment that that uh, you know, chosen is just like you know he's really happy for her and mm-hmm. you know something um, Samantha's son or you know whatever. So that that tells me that there, there's a little bit more than than what we've seen on surface. You know, between yeah. between the two, you know, because. Like rewatching that uh, that that sequence and that 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 embrace between the two, it gave me all the feels because because um, mm-hmm. immediately immediately made me made me think that's what it would have been like if Mr. Miyagi was still around, mm-hmm. you know, and and it got me a little bit emotional. So I so I mm-hmm. feel at some point they had already bonded as well, you know. Um, Sam came down for a late night snack and Chosen's watching, you know, a rerun of 90, 90 Day Fiance, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh. Th- you know, and and she's like, well, you know, what's your story? You know, yeah. uh, you know, well, what other encounters have they had together? And so yeah. I, I feel at some point they they had a talk, and unfortunately, happened, it's just yeah. not a sequence. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just hasn't happened. Um, now moving on to like to like his lesson himself. Like I think like it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's talking about you know I was fighting against Daniel. Your father was fighting for, but then like I thought about it and like. The way I think of like, but like, if you think about Sam previously in the series so far, wasn't she also kind of like fighting for herself, you know, back in seasons two, three, and four, she was fighting for Miyagi-Do for herself. Like she wasn't like ever fighting against, because part of what prompted this is she says, I feel like I'm right back to where I started. And he's like, well, and then Chosen tells his story, you know, I was fighting against, he was fighting for, and like, but like, I think she was always fighting for Miyagi Do for herself uh in season four and season right. three, like when she see you know the picture of Mr. Miyagi and she remembers her father. So she's fighting for her father, her sensei, for Mr. Miyagi, for herself. So it's I I feel like he, he basically he, he didn't actually address what she was saying because she is right back where she started. Um yeah, right. It's yeah, just- I I think you know. I mean, she's she's right. She's back where she started, and so like history repeats itself. Uh, I, I believe that's a song lyric, and um, you know, he he wasn't there for her previous fights, and mm-hmm. and you know, this is like his speech, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not not knowing, you know, maybe this is the exact thing that she's kind of gone through again, and uh, maybe his what he has to say is um, kind of serves more as a reminder, you know, yeah. to her. It's like, well, you know, he's not saying it in those words. And maybe we can uh, excuse it as of like, yeah, he well, he wasn't there, and he just needed to remind her. Well, yeah, as long as you continue kind of fighting, you know, for for something for yourself, that mm-hmm. uh, you'll you'll be okay. Yeah. Let's, uh, see. let's see here, and uh, I, I she think finds maybe, the necklace. Yeah, yeah. You do you like this moment here? I, I feel like it might be one of your favorite moments. She finally finds the Doctor Bliss necklace. Well, my Drop, foot, the, the funny thing is, is, is that, um, like they've been trading there and Miguel never even thought about it. Like, oh yeah, I dropped that necklace. I couldn't even afford. Um, like they were focused on keeping the egg from chosen. Yeah. The, the egg and, and then the Sekai Taikai and, and all that. And lots, no one ever found it until right lots now. Lots on his mind. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, and, and destiny, you know, fate, whatever you want to call it, has brought her to the necklace. So it eventually got to the right hands. Yeah. You know, and, I, and the, you know, the, any of the other kids, they're like, oh, that's, that's gotta be Sam. She'll find it. You know, that's right. That's why it's still there. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> um, all right, we cut to the Cobra Kai flagship dojo. We see uh, Kenny, Kenny burning the midnight oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silver comes down, tells Kenny about how, uh, you know, before he he started training for the way of the fist, they called him Twig because Kenny's, you know, he, he's not, not too confident here. He's a little, mm-hmm. he feels he's undersized and, and he is. Uh, obviously, um, doesn't have as much experience as any of the uh, fighters say he could potentially be going up against. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel, I feel that uh, the director here, uh, Mariel Woods, I, I feel like she saw the beautiful shot of Chosen in the previous episode, Bad Eggs, and tells Joel like to hold my beer, you know, because <laughs> the, <laughs> because the silver bullet here, I think, is just um, also an amazing shot, slow mo. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the wind the, up, the, like, yeah, 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 just, yeah, it's, re- it's really, really great. Uh, what do you so think? I like where he's bullet? starting the wind. You like that, right? Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you like that. It's yeah. kind of points. Like, oh, okay, yeah. you like that. Yeah, that, I think that's back. cute. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's nice. It's all great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it, that, that was a really nice moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a clever name, obviously, play, play mm-hmm. on name. Um, mm-hmm. couple references that, that came to mind when I heard Silver Bullet. Uh, obviously, the 80s, was it Werewolf movie with uh, Corey Haim? Yeah, yeah I was Haim. thinking, yeah, like uh, werewolves or vampires or whatever, like the undead, you know, kill right, with right. a silver. <laughs> there, there's that. And this mm-hmm. is, I'm sure not one, but one, another one that came to mind was there's like a a, a Coors um, that was in like a silver can. And oh. I think like in the commercial, like there, there was like a train going through like a mountains of snow or whatever. I think they kind of called that a silver bullet, you know, not the actual beer, but like it was a, mm-hmm. a nickname, you know, mm-hmm. so just just another one that i kind of remember um and this is also the idea of the silver bullet right uh, he, he kind of demonstrates it to kenny mm-hmm. you know kenny asks you know like w- w- what's the point like you know if like if i already score a point like why why do it in this manner i kind of forget the way he asks but um this is what terry says that that kind of uh, stands out right because the shortest distance to victory in a fight is to take out your opponent with one shot one shot mm-hmm. yeah and and i like that because um having served uh in the military myself and you know uh twig uh obviously was was uh, also in the army mm-hmm. um there's there's one thing that they teach you is one shot one kill so just mm-hmm. be effective be precise mm-hmm. uh, you take you take your enemy out with one shot so mm-hmm. um a, a little bit of uh yeah some m- military here but you know like it's, it's just warfare right just kind of like um maybe not common sense but yeah, do you want to win or do you do you want to leave like any kind of slack to to potentially lose? Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of knocks the win out of them. But uh, right. it looks lethal. It looks looks lethal. So yeah, definitely the way he pulls it off. Yeah. Totally. Um, do you have any issues with Kenny being able to learn this technique? Uh, um so, so quickly? To be able to learn it. Um no, I guess it's you know, it's it's basically like a modified punch or something to you know to the chest. So I I don't think like learning it in one night is necessarily a big deal. Um, oh, one thing I was gonna say is w- we talked last episode. Does does Silver really believe Kenny can be better than everyone else, or was Kenny just his only choice? And like like with this scene, I think it further emphasizes that I think like at least Silver in, in you know in the show here really does think Kenny can be the top. Like Kenny really can believe 
uh, be better than everyone else. Yeah, um, yeah. He he lists he, off the the names of like you know the mm-hmm. that, that he could potentially um, uh, reach mm-hmm. the ceiling of you know Lawrence yeah. Larusso, uh, Keenan Diaz. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So, um, but but it's it's within Miyagi verse that you can learn a move in one oh, day and one day get a master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> you know, j- jumping ahead a little bit, you know, we we see uh, Anthony, you know, with a white belt. Next yeah. time we see him, he's gonna have a black belt. So yeah, similar, like thing. I said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, cut to the Cobra Kai dojo as Miyagi Fang arrive. Um, Bert makes a reference to a pop band called Cobra Starship. I'm not sure if you knew that. I did not. I I thought yeah, yeah. I thought he was just imagining like this. This dojo is like a starship with so much tech yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so Cobra Starship is an actual pop band. Um, but you know, what Mitch is fixated on is that they got a smoothie bar. Doesn't think it's fair, and you know, there happens to be a few girls over there that looks his way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam and Tori they exchange looks. Uh, this is also where uh, Kim uh, she kind of instructs Tori to make this fight quick. You know, states that she's beat her before. So, what, what do you think about that? The the idea that well, Tori, you did it before, so you can do it again. Um, do you think that's more of a, of a reminder? Do you think that she believes in Tori? Um, I think she does. Like, um, and obviously, I don't think you know Kim doesn't know that the ref was paid off from the tournament. You know, she knows she she only knows that Tori won. So, um, so like I I think like Kim is just being genuine, being herself. You are better than her. I expect you to win. Make it quick. Like that's just, mm-hmm. that seems like very much you know Sensei Kim. Yeah, just matter of fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and let's see here. I wrote down, uh, this is where Keen, you know, he sees Anthony, and then he's, mm-hmm. well, well, Hawk first. Well, uh, Eli. He sees Eli. They exchange looks. And then he sees um, uh, Robbie and Anthony together, and Kenny is upset. He's not having it. Mm-hmm. And um, But, you know, he goes over to, to Robbie. First off, uh, what did you think about Kenny's reaction to seeing Robbie there with Anthony? Um, like, I guess it, I mean, it's, it's, so it's a moment that we see that Kenny is still, um, still, you know, obviously doesn't like Anthony still, still hates Anthony. And then I feel like he feels betrayed by Robbie. Right. So I think like Kenny's being feeling betrayed here. Yeah, no, absolutely it does because yeah. yeah, he's training the kid that that once bullied him. Um, I I understand that you know, and and this is also where uh, Robbie kind of gives him like you know some sage advice. You know, he's mm-hmm. just like, um, you know, you, you're 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 upset. This is you know Cobra Kai uh, talking, and and if you just really get to know Anthony, you guys might get along. And that's also coming from somebody who didn't know that they had that common interest in the um, Dungeon Lord, right, Dungeon Lord. Yeah, unless you know? he picked it up off screen, he learned that off screen. Um, right, right. But yeah, so they you know, like, the... and and that's the same advice he gave to like Johnny, you know, Johnny and Daniel, or was that Miguel gave that? Probably, probably Robbie. Um, it's a common like, thread, yeah. you know. Like, yeah, it's definitely for most of <laughs> you them. You know, yeah, for I mean, you could apply that to Tori and Sam. Um, but yeah, I th- this this moment it did it did make me. Uh, kind of dislike Kenny a little bit more as well. Just kind of the whole approach and the whole thing, like, you know, you're, you're, you're lucky that it's not you on the mat today. You know, I guess Hawk will do kind of thing. And um, I remember my uh, my reaction, you know, to 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 the very first viewing of, of the season. And 
I thought that he was going to put uh, Hawk out of commission, like in a bad way, you know, worse mm-hmm. than, than what actually happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I just thought that, you know, again, all, all the, the trolling that Hayden did on Twitter, I thought somebody was going to die, you know, and, and then I was just like, oh, is he going to do something to Robbie? Oh, no, it's Hawk. It's going to be Hawk. Something's going to mm-hmm. happen to Hawk. Like Hawk's going to get hospitalized, you know, so I was really getting like some sort of anxiety, you know, in this Ooh. match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what did you think uh I guess we won't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's just kind of get into their fight. Um, Kenny gets the first uh, first point, and then the next, uh, the next, I guess round or the next round. Um, next point, yeah. The next point, yeah. Well, the next point, it's supposed to be uh, Eli, but then the ref calls it out of bounds, and this, this is when um, Tori kind of notices something's a little fishy. And uh, to take your your prompt here, uh, you wrote "fuckery is afoot" when the ref calls a hawk point out of bounds, uh, yeah. which I, I really like that. Now, yeah. um, I don't remember who found it first, so my apologies. But this this is one of the the refs from the tournament um, in season four. Yeah, yeah, I think he did some of the the smaller match, the prelim matches. Yeah, uh, he was so, a ref. Now the funny thing is the um the committee the the organizers they they reached out to like local refs you know um so it's so I guess it just sounds like Terry's got all of them in their pocket in his pocket um yeah it seems like it you know he's he knows the all valley refs you know from the people right. or you know he knew who whoever they would recommend or something yeah, um so yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, yep, Terry's over. He's uh, always orchestrating. Oh, what, what, what was it that uh, Drew from Last Row Podcast said? Uh, 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 Terry orchestrated events. So this is kind of one of those, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like one, one of my favorite uh, moments as well, I, did, I didn't write it down, is when they came to the at the beginning of the dojo here, just, just a little bit before where we at, are, are at right now. And... Um, you know, I think the committee kind of thanked Terry for for hosting, and Daniel mentions like hosting or kind of suggesting or whatever. And and Terry's kind of like, well, you know, it's it's a like a official match or whatever, or you know, so really had no choice. You know, like the, the, mm-hmm. the way he says it was like pretty petty, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I I I liked it. I like that color on Terry. <laughs> um, it's like, well, I mean, we're we gonna go to your guys' backyard on the sparring deck, you know? Like, it's yeah. basically, you might as well have said that. So I really did like that. Oh, I did write it down. Um, you're lucky. No, no, no. It was really, it was really the only option. That's what he says. Yeah, the only mm-hmm. option. Um, so this, uh, so the next round, the next point, Kenny uh, seen the Karate Kid and busts a Johnny Lawrence, mm-hmm. uh, and I. Just because that it was something that Johnny did in the movie, yeah, you know, it's a bit of a nod, right? But mm-hmm. you, you'd feel that they could have cut to like Johnny and Daniel, you know. But but I guess that that kind of takes away from the moment, right? Because it's like, well, they're not rivals at this point, so what's the point of showing the reaction, right? It would be yeah. taken away from. And you're uh, talking from, about the elbow to the knee, right? Correct. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Because like, if you showed them, it, it would be more so like, hey, remember when I did that to you? But we don't need that right now, right? So, okay, right. never mind. I, I yeah. retract. Um, yeah. And then this is when Kenny busts And I think the, the funny so, thing yeah. is he, he argues or like um, he, Kenny gets a warning and uh, I think Johnny else, he should have been disqualified, which is kind of funny because like if that would be a disqualification, then Johnny should have gotten disqualified back in... In uh, back in '84, 
Like, he's owning up to it now. <laughs> or, I, or, I, I, mean, I, I actually think maybe like that's a situation. Maybe it is just a warning. It's not like a disqualify like or something. So, I mean, rules, you know, obviously yeah. could have changed and been amended over the years, too. But yeah, um, yeah, you're 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 right. But uh, I, I guess that just adds to more like, you know, if, if Johnny is correct and this is just adds more to the ref being, you know, um, you know just more fuck, fuckery. Right. With this ref. Yeah. Fuckery. <laughs> And um, yeah, so this is where we see also Kenny with the uh, the silver bullet, uh, and and uh, hits Hawk and knocks the the wind out of him. Do you remember your your reaction to to this moment, the very first time you saw it? I mean, I guess obviously the way the episode is going, you know, it's coming. Um, I feel like I feel like it's a little bit like forced which which maybe isn't fair because that's how the, the miyagi verse works but like but like the thing about the silver bullet is in the end it's still like a strike to the chest and it can be blocked easily like with you know a wax on wax off can can block it it's not like it's not like the unblockable hit you know like the crane kick um so like it 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 always feels like it makes a lot like it makes sense in the Miyagi universe, but like if you think about it too hard, like it's like, well, he should have been able to block that. Plus, like the way it goes, he throws this really wide high punch, leaving himself open. Um, but uh, so like it's not like it's like I get it, like in terms of s- story and universe, it makes sense, uh, you know, and it is the silver bullet. This is, you know, Terry Silver's technique. So um, I get that. Yeah, and Hawk has to forfeit because he uh, he can continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought this was really interesting, but you know, like uh, Hawk or Eli, he had a bit of a talk with Johnny and Daniel, and and there's that moment where Hawk or Eli says, you know, time to unleash the Hawk. And mm-hmm. then following uh, Kenny's victory, you know, he's like, oh, you know, um, you know, n- n- now you're faux Hawk. So I kind of get kind of like how uh, chronologically, like how that happens. But like in my opinion, I think that would have been like a um, you know, to take a you know how the kids are saying it, a sicker burn, you know, if like uh, Kenny had trash talked before they they first fought, right? Because then, um, in my opinion, I think that would have showed like Kenny's confidence a little bit more, you know, already mm-hmm. calling him out, like oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, look who I'm fighting against. It's it's Fohawk, you know, mm-hmm. for for him to kind of come back out out afterwards. I think that's more kind of like um, maybe maybe uh, Kenny wasn't so confident on the outcome of this, right? So mm-hmm. like I think the burn would have been better had he uh, kind of started off with it. Lead with the burn, yeah. Lead with the burn, absolutely. <laughs> you know, l- l- get in his head a little bit, you know? So mm-hmm. um, um, then, yeah. Well, just on this fight, like, because I, I made a video on this and like, I think like fans ultimately. What, what, was the, uh, what was the term? Nerfed? nerfed yeah that was that was something that a lot of people were saying like and like i said like the, the problem with the silver bullet isn't that like it it's not a, a bad technique it's, it's just that it could be easily blocked like people feel like um you know hawk should have been better than this um and it's like the silver bullet is a way of taking kenny who's like this younger kid without as much training he's shorter you know you know, he has like all everything against him and in, in letting him win, um, you know, and then also like there's so many there's so many fans that that would have rather um, Sean been in that role, like mm-hmm. in just having Sean in this fight instead of Kenny. Um, it's just something that's been out there since season three. And so, like, that's another thing that like so many fans just like would rather Sean because Sean is big 
you know, he's scary. He's, you could see him joining Cobra Kai and taking that role. Um, even though I don't think that was ever what they intended, it was always intended to be Kenny's story. Um, yeah, but I, 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 but I, I with that. yeah, yeah. I think like, I just feel like, like there's just, there's just so much that happens. Like this is part of the reason, like, like people just don't buy this fight, like, you know, emotionally, you know, and it's, so it's just like, it's just not as like emotionally a win. It feels like in order to get Kenny as the winner, they have to like, they have to nerf Hawk and then give like Kenny uh, 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 a magic shot that can win. Right. Right. Um, but on the uh, subject of, of um, Sean, I would love to see him back in season six and kind of see, you know, uh, him share, you know, another sequence with his brother instead of what we saw, what the end of episode two, two, two or three, yeah, season four, four? Episode two, first learned stand. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, Cause that, yeah. that was the reveal. So I, I yeah, I want to yeah, see that, that tied up too. Yeah. So, and him with Robbie too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think um I think it'll be good. Will we see Sean fight? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not yeah. because you know, like um I've I, I've said this before. I'm, I'm not sure if it was on any of the episodes or whatnot, but I feel you know the uh, finale of season five. Uh, I think a lot of the tied up loose ends will probably kind of reduce the um, amount of those characters returning. Uh, we don't know how big dojos are supposed to be uh, for the Sekai Takai, but mm-hmm. it, it being the final season. I feel like we might have addressed this actually when when the announcement came out. Um, just that, yeah, it's you know like, yeah, we've had a lot of these characters since you know you know day one or day two when if we want to like call those like the seasons right season one season two a lot of characters came season two i.e. Tori and the Ginger Twins you know things like that. Um, maybe the finale of season five was a way to kind of say goodbye to some of those smaller characters. Uh, so we can kind of focus on like the main ones for the, you know, the big world tournament. So um, that's something to kind of keep an eye on. But if we keep bringing back people from previous seasons, like Sean, then yeah, you're just going to be kind of oversaturating again, like the dojos, uh, which was, um, you know, I'll call it, it was a problem that uh, a lot of the fans felt we had because we weren't giving enough time to oh the binary brothers you know in in mm-hmm. season four and, and things of that nature mm-hmm. so you know if if we're servicing the fans and bringing back people they want to see well what about the 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 other people you know so it's just um there's going to be some fine balancing in season six for sure right yeah um any other comments about eli versus kenny um I mean, I, th- I think that's, you know, that's, that's ma- the main points, um, mm-hmm. you know, definitely even, even like I, I, I get it. Like, so I'm fine with the fight, but I do know, like, there's a lot of fans out there, um, you know, that, that just, just didn't react as like happily, like <laughs> to, to, to what happened. Um, so, yeah. you know, be- because partially, you know, Hawk is a fan favorite, so I guess they don't, you know, you don't want to see him lose. Right. So. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, man. I can only imagine what's going to happen in season six. Are we going to see like a lot of our heroes at really low points and, and kind of overcome that. So uh, let's just classic storytelling, classic (laughs) storytelling. You got, you got to be down before you can be on top. Right. That's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, we saw Daniel that uh, in in season five, just a few episodes ago. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right. Sam versus Devin, because uh, Tori took a page out of Miguel's book and leaves before uh, her turn. Mm-hmm. And Devin's intimidated, right? She has to go up against a champion. And um, the funny thing and is, she like, didn't she didn't train, right? Too, she's also being thrown into the fire. So that's correct. Speak. 
Right, right. Which yeah. Terry well, said they do. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Like, well, that's what they do with their students, though. So, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, just you, you just got to be ready. You just got to be ready. Mm-hmm. And um, my 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 thing was that I like how Sam's just kind of like standing there like doop, 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 doop. So I, I guess I'll just wait here, you know, like um, I, I just wonder why, like, why wasn't Sam kind of like uh, trying trying to be focused, you know, locked in or whatever. She's just kind of like, OK, I guess I guess I'll just wait because I don't see Tori, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. So yeah. that that was my observation, kind of like you've had yours with uh, mm-hmm. some of the other things there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Did did you have an opinion on uh, Sam's kind of um, uh, headspace at this moment, based on um, her like uh, uh, physicality? You know, uh, no, I didn't really think of anything like that. I guess I just I just took it as it is. Like there, there's confusion all around. So I guess it would it you would feel like that way. You step forward for your fight, and then you're you're your arch nemesis is no longer there. Like what happened? <laughs> so. Oh, I mean, that's, that's good for her. Right. Because yeah, like she right. doesn't know any of these other girls, uh, mm-hmm. except for Devin. So, so, um, all right. So the, the, the first point was the first point where, um, Sam kicks her above the shoulder. Uh, yeah. Well, the Man. ref calls it above the shoulder. So, okay. Um, so, yeah. so this is, this is my thing. Like, um, I feel Devin has a height advantage, so that's not really fair. <laughs> <laughs> right so like wait so how do you call that you know um th- there's no way unless i mean obviously uh sam could probably kick that high but i just felt that Devin's was slightly taller and so uh this is just one of those things so how come earlier tori noticed uh something fishy and but then we cut to the organizers who also seem to kind of question certain things and look at one another like couldn't they also like y- yeah you guys hired a ref to to call call these fights but you guys evaluating these dojos, couldn't you guys also kind of, you know, note like something's fishy about Cobra Kai here as well? Like, are they not picking up on these things as well? Yeah, or I you- think. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. Like, the this is like probably like what what just one of the biggest reactions from like just fans everywhere I see is like, like everyone's just like, well, the 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 ref is so biased. Like in, in, it does, there are a couple reaction shots of the board, like looking to each other, like, Hmm, that seems like an interesting call. Like, you know, there aren't too many, but there's like one or two of them. Um, but yeah, how does the board not notice this? Like, and I think, I mean, because there's a few different things there. There's, there's a a number of the members. Obviously Mm -hmm. I, I I mentioned that um, I would think that some of those members are also fighters because it is one of those things, right? Like if you you can't have a committee of Mm -hmm of non-experts right like these they may be experts in in certain areas but like if you were not a fighter yourself actual fighters they would take if 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 i was a fighter and i had somebody evaluating me that had no experience in fighting i'd be like well what what the hell do you know you know like like you're just reading a book uh, you know of 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 instructions and and like you can't just go off of that right Mm -hmm. and so you know you can argue like okay well you know the other thing is where they're sitting, they you know this isn't like a a um, a broadcasted fight, so you're not going to have different angles to see what the ref is uh, you know could see up front in personal. So so they kind of have to go by what the ref says, right? But so the confusion, yeah, but like I, yeah, I mean they're behind the ref. Like I think they yeah. they can still see the fight for the most part. Um, yeah, and like that's and I don't know. Like I I went in in my video like a whole different thing that like you know that that maybe if the refs had 
made a different decision based on what they or not the refs the the board had made a different mm-hmm. decision based on what they saw or something but um i guess i guess they they don't address that the the bad ref or something right That's, right but like here's the thing like i'm sure you've seen amongst just the fandom everywhere talk people talking about how how like the 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 bias ref is so ridiculously obvious like have right. you ever seen anyone try to um like like justify it it's like no it, it it makes perfectly sense the board wouldn't know that the ref was biased or something like have you ever seen anyone take like the other position and like try to justify like the way the show presents it or something um, yeah that like i have it so that's just like it because usually someone will always argue the other side but i i just feel like it's just kind of like a question mark and like and, and i think i said like it even kind of makes you question the sakai tech eye like if if the people running it don't notice like bad roughing and stuff like this then what does that say about the tournament as a whole like yeah because they're the ones who are being sent to go observe, right? right so yeah. it, it's, it's not like, um, you know, we'll just uh, we'll just pick our interns. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's not that, right? I mean, they they all look, uh, you know, of of a certain age that has you know some experience. Yeah, I, I would absolutely. hope, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Um, but there's there's a great point here that uh, obviously you know everybody, Miguel, Sam, they all was like, wait, no, that's that's not right. Like you know. She she mentioned she kicked you know below the shoulder, but there there was another thing because let me see I know Kenny and Hawk was the one with the out of bounds right, um yeah but no I think there's also an out of bounds in this in Corey Devin too or uh, Sam, Sam and Devin um or, or yeah yes, yeah, Sam, yeah yeah but Sam but the uh, yeah the point of this was the um make every point undeniable so right. so mm-hmm. so I, I like that you got to be precise with with your strikes and mm-hmm. and make sure that they can't call against them I like how chosen's like yeah you know the ref is a, ref is a moron you know so like they're, they're all seeing it you mm-hmm. know it's just like what the hell mm-hmm. um and and only Tori is the one who's like oh god Terry's over so 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 Sam takes that advice. She makes every point undeniable and mm-hmm. and comes out a uh, victor. Um I like I like the 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 celebration here. There's a lot of embracing. Um Miguel hugs her, mm-hmm. you know, and there's um look exchanges. I, I I mentioned earlier how how chosen, you know, is happy for her. That makes me warm inside. Mm-hmm. And um this was also interesting that, you know, uh, Devin, she felt that she kind of, you know, kind of let them down, but uh, since Kim, you know, she's she blames Tori for for the loss. You know, she she wasn't a good leader. You know, she she kind of left everyone. So I agree mm-hmm. with that too, though. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And so yeah, she mentions yeah, um, Tori's not ready to lead, and and this is where we get uh, Kim. Since Kim basically is gonna, um, I, I guess she's kind of decided on Devin being the, the the next person that she's gonna take under her wing. That's true. Yeah. So here we get the results from the committee. They uh, they choose Cobra Kai to be the dojo that qualifies, mm-hmm. but then they also extend the um, the, the admission here to to Miyagi Fang. Um, I like Kyler's I like Kyler's like facial uh, reaction here. It's very much like in all caps WTF. Like what the fuck? Why them? <laughs> like we we won <laughs> we won, bro. <laughs> Hand me those protein snake bites, you yeah. know. But yeah, it's almost like a stank. Like what the fuck? You know, it's really it's really funny. Um, uh, see, Johnny, uh, let me yeah. let me jump back in on the the Sam Devin. Um, just um, I I feel like 
one thing that like the, the the fight doesn't have his emotion behind it because Sam and Devin have no history. Um, so I think that's like another thing that's just like emotionally, like there's no stakes the way there is with like uh Sam and Tori. And you know, something like they always the writers always talk about well, we're looking at like the story behind the fight, it's not just the action. Um, like and I like what is the story behind the fight here? It's not because it's not it's not like there's nothing personal between them. So it's it's I think it's a little bit um, more shallow it's just more of like Devin wants to be you know do impress Sensei Kim and and obviously then we have Sam on her side everything uh you know that she talked about with her parents the night before so uh, yeah. but there's nothing I, there's nothing directly between them um, right right I think this this is definitely one of those examples that um you're right it's it's definitely yeah. a way to um we need we needed the fight to continue they have no other character right now for Sam to go against so it, it had to be Devin right uh, and by and, the way like this right. is also why I, I think Piper isn't in the season because that you know they established Piper as like a good fighter and all that and and the problem is if they had Piper standing right, right there all the fans would be like well why didn't you have Piper fighter instead of Devin so so like I think the writers worked around that problem just by not having her there so it's like that's, that's a good what, point but yeah but but what if, what if it was Piper because I mean that's that's the thing with so many characters right because right I it, it it hits differently if if Piper was doing the Devon things right like if if Piper was at uh, Topanga and then switched to Cobra Kai, I don't think we were invested in the the Piper character like that in season yeah. four. So you that's why you do that with Devon. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think I think you're right about that. Mm -hmm. So after Miyagi Fang being admitted, they are asked, you know, what what is your dojo name? That's that's all they need at this point. Right. And I thought it was interesting that um, uh, Johnny. You know, he's the one that steps forward first. Like we're, we're Miyagi Do. Mm -hmm. um, what What were your thoughts on Johnny stepping forward first and and claiming that? I think it's just uh, maybe you know Johnny acknowledging that the, the history is there. Um, oh, it, you know, like he talked about Shrimpo Sensei. I think did we skip that when we were talking about yes. the montage? Yeah, <laughs> Shrimpo Sensei, yeah. which was a great Johnny moment. Uh, but like, I think I think it is like that. Um, I think it's it's a great moment for both of them because like Johnny steps forward, Miyagi Do, you know, he's he's acknowledging Daniel and you know all of that. But then, you know, Daniel now in his moment steps forward. Well, not so fast. We'll decide later. So because of that, I mm -hmm. feel that we'll get the name of the dojo like early in season six, right? Because if they need to know soon and start training and all that, right? We have to have a reveal. Or do you think they're gonna it'll be revealed like the second half, like in season four? You know, or when I say second half, I, I meant like the, um, the um, Eagle Fang um, geese. We didn't see that right, until. Right. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I think they may hold it back until they show up to the Sakai Takai. I don't know what episode that'll be, uh, but I think they'll hold it back um, at least until then. Um, I wonder, you know how you question, like, why is this episode called Takai? What What if, um, what if in episode eight, season six is called Sakai? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where we get go. the reveal. There you go. The reveal, yeah. Even though it's kind of backwards. Yeah. Uh but this is the world where we're introduced to all the 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 dojos of the world that are a part of this mm -hmm. tournament. So maybe, right. maybe that's why. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. And and if it wasn't planned that way, uh, we already put that into the internet. So um <laughs> all right. So we uh cut uh you have anything before we go to the party? Um 
No, I think that's it for now okay. for this part. Yeah. Um, so Johnny says that uh, he's taking um, Carmen and Yaya out, and so why don't you guys, uh, you know, go celebrate? And so they have a party at the Diaz's. Mm-hmm. Um, this this was a, was an interesting moment here where um, I think it was Miguel that kind of asked to talk about his hair, and he, he had washed out all the green. Uh, what do you think about that? What, what do you think of uh, what's in uh, Eli's? Some people uh, people were were rooting for green for a long time, and it, they had it for one scene. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess I guess Eli decided the green doesn't work for him. So. You know, it, I I don't know if it's necessarily the green, but you know, when when he kind of you know he had no platform to hop on, right? Like in the previous tournaments, kind of thing, and mm-hmm. you know, didn't rip off his his uh, his blouse or anything. So he did the the little swoosh with his faux hawk, right? And it's like you know, time to unleash the hawk. And mm-hmm. so may, maybe because of his you know his loss to Kenny, it's like well, you know, I I am not my hair, right? Like the hair doesn't define me. So and, and and maybe that that little sick burn afterwards, calling him faux hawk. Maybe he was a little embarrassed by that. It's like okay, you you know, I I, I thought I was tough. I gotta you change know? it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. M- maybe that's what it was. So mm-hmm. uh, so that, that that's kind of interesting. There, I, I'm kind of curious behind that. Um, and this is also where we get let's see, uh, uh, penis breath. Uh, he. You know, he's checking out some of the girls, and Hawk calls him uh, Penis Breath because some girls walk in. They said that they just want to drink, and he's talking about that's a guy, that guy. And I, I just yeah. love how the girls like. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about, um, kind of thing. Yeah. And then I guess uh, uh, Eli tries to hook uh, Miguel up here with with this young lady. Yeah. Who well, I guess because uh, yeah, Hawk says that he invited uh, people from East Valley, right? And if right. you remember back in season one, uh, how Kyler described the East Valley girls. So <laughs> I think Hawks had this plan. I wonder if, because because Miguel told Johnny that him and Sam are good. Does mm-hmm. Eli know that? Because Eli was there, you know, to help out choosing that necklace and, you know, the whole line about like, you know, if it's cheaper with less tentacles uh, kind of thing. Peak, peak right. Eli there. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I just thought it was interesting, like, you know, but, you know, they're, they're at a party, but like, you know, just uh, taking an L as being a wingman here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, you know, they're, they're celebrating. Yeah. I'm not sure what really to take, but I guess, why do you think um, we needed to see Sam show up and see Miguel with another girl? Why did we need that? Yeah, um, because, you know, like I I, I spoke with uh, Michael, who, who wrote episode nine, which will be coming up next. And because I kind of asked him about the the Sam and Miguel uh, in season five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, you know, he said they had this. Um, uh, what was it? It was like a plan that they, they were always going to break up. And um, I trying to remember specifically what he said. That, yeah. Well, I have you to know, listen to that part for the together. next episode. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I mean, I think like story wise. They're they're trying to just create a little bit more drama, um, you know, put Sam in a tough spot, um, you know, where, where then she goes out and then she can, she can run into Tori too, uh, so like I think you know, so Sam is kind of like emotionally devastated, um, because apparently buying her a necklace is all she needed. I don't I don't know like. <laughs> Like I don't think you you mentioned you asked him about that, but like so it was like the key to Sam's heart, uh, a gold necklace. Um, 
with an octopus on it? Because that's, oh, yeah. that's I mean, what it seems like. Yeah. So many things I was unable to ask because yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah, we had a hard out um, yeah. for when I had to let him go. So yeah. uh, it, it eventually could have gotten there, right? Because mm -hmm. could, because of where his episode uh, starts off is is mm -hmm. just right after this. Mm -hmm. Chris bumping into Sam, calling it a party foul. Obviously, that's that alerts Miguel. So, like in in my mind, you know, trying to put my myself in Miguel's shoes, it's like I don't think he was he was like really into the girl. It's just like it was just happening because like I, I felt if he was really into it, maybe he he doesn't hear Chris say something like that, you know. But the fact that Chris says Sam, Miguel's like, oh shit, Sam's here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think um, I you know, and I think Sholo played it like that. I don't think Sholo was trying to play it like he's not really into her. Uh, mm. but then the girl was supposed to be really into him. Um, right. so like I, yeah, I definitely think that was supposed to be the, the, the thing like, you know, Miguel really wasn't into this, to this making out on the couch, but then Sam jumps immediately and sees it. And so like, I think like, so yeah, that's the thing, you know, a lot, I've seen a lot of like fans talk about like, Hey, they broke up. Why is it bad that like he was doing that? But like, I think like the intention is that he was didn't really into it to begin with. Awesome. Right, right. Uh, you know, the celebrating. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah. um, you know, alcohol is involved and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, Sam, uh, upset, uh, deservedly so, uh, steps outside, is probably calling an Uber. And this is when uh, Tori oh, shows up. By the way, up. why do you yeah. think Sam took an Uber? And not drive her own car. You know what? I was like, going to ask you the same question and decided against, but uh, <laughs> here we are. Um, like I, I thought, like, well, well, you, you go, you tell me what you think. I was just thinking, you know, she's being responsible. There, you know, they, they, they got admitted into the, the Sakai Takai, um, going over there, and so she, she thought she's going to go and uh, go out and have a good time, and just assume, yeah, if there's going to be drinking, I don't want to drive home underage. Mm-hmm. Because I thought like maybe she wanted her car there as like at home as like a decoy and she would spend the night like so, interesting. So like so like because because that's I and then that's why it's she's even more devastated because she's got this all planned out in her head. Uh, and then that's why when she sees Miguel with the other girl, it, it, then it kind of even uh, magnifies the sort of devastation and interesting feeling of rejection or something she was feeling. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't thinking that way at all because i mean i'm, I'm not sure if, if sam knew where you know where like johnny carmen and yaya went but um depending where she thought she was gonna sleep obviously they were gonna be coming home at some point mm -hmm. you know she's spent the night at johnny's one time so mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's see if johnny ended up spending the night with carmen that leaves the other apartment but then miguel would have to leave to johnny's with sam Mm -hmm. I don't know. A little complicated. I I just assume because it was going to be drinking involved. Yeah, that's like to think of her socially responsible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Tori kind of shows up like the uh, Western Union guy at the end of Back to the Future Two, and it's like, hey, we got a letter for you. <laughs> Except for that, it's just a message that uh, no, like the mail carrier in Cobra Kai too. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, or or uh, Karate Kid <laughs> or no, Part Two. Says Karate Kid Yeah, 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 yeah. So um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. She tells her that uh, she's not here to fight. She just want to let her know that um, she actually didn't lose the All Valley. But technically, she did, but you know, um, I don't know. Do you think it could have? She could have actually said something else. Do you, do you think that was actually more shocking for her to say you didn't lose the All Valley? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think the line is specifically chosen for for that sort of shock value. Um, obviously, she could have, uh, you know, she could have just said everything's rigged or something. Yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, Tori shows up and it's like, uh, no, I'm, I'm not here to fight. The All mm-hmm. Valley was rigged. Doesn't yeah. have the same punch, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So like, yeah, I, I yeah. mean, definitely, it's the more you know people speak in the most dramatic fashion, right? So right. <laughs> the the other thing is like, um. I, I guess Tori's also kind of admitting, like you know, had it not been for that, she probably would have won. Uh, Sam, that is. Yeah, they're they're definitely putting that uh, thought process in there. Um, yeah. You know, at least at least there was no true winner. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and and that's it, and we get the end snake. So mm-hmm. that's that's the end of that episode. Um, yeah, at this point, we will uh, definitely uh, get into the feedback. Did you have uh, any kind of like last uh, thoughts about that that episode? I mean, it's um, a hell of a cliffhanger too. Yeah. So, so when Tori goes to Sam and, and tells her that, like, as we were just saying, she says this, do you think like that was the right move for Tori for her to actually do that? Um, I mean, it, it, it's hard to answer because like, you know, the way it's, it's staged and, and, and written, mm-hmm. obviously it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's shocking because like, um, I think any other option, it, it, the scene doesn't play out uh, mm-hmm. this way. Yeah. I don't know if that answers it for you. Well, yeah, because I mean, I think like a lot of people. I know, I know, like a lot of people were really happy about her. But then I was thinking, is there someone in this episode who told her to do what's right for her? Yes, 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 she did. You're right, right, right yeah, yeah. Because th- 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 that's the last. Well, no, the last time we saw her, she left the the, the yeah. right right before her fight, and then uh, before yeah. that was when she saw Crease. Crease, yeah, because because the reason I point that out is because like. There's a lot of people who think like, oh, Crease is such an asshole in, in that scene. And like, I always look at it as Crease is like, this is very genuine Crease. He's telling Tori, do what's right for you. Don't, 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 don't worry about me. You know, work, focus on your own life. Um, and yeah. I think maybe on some level she does that. So like I, while Crease, there's bad communication in that scene. Like, I think like this is Crease as genuine as you would see him trying to do what's best for Tori. Like, yeah, I don't he, think it's like a sign of how horrible he is. No, not at all. Like, uh, yeah. if anything, like he was purposely being cold because he, he knew what he was doing. It was calculated. Yeah. And and um, when she walks out, you can see his reaction. You know, he puts his head down a little bit like he didn't want to do that. But but he told her that for her. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that. Um, all right, so we uh, solicited some feedback in the group, and as always, if you guys want to leave uh, feedback, we have two episodes left, 9 and 10 of Season 5. You can do so in our group on Facebook. Um, the first one comes from Jeff. He just wanted to uh, um, mention a quote here, if I can change and you can change, everybody can change. So um, again, uh, some more uh, Rocky Four references here, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, also comes up again. And was it Johnny says like this guy? Get, uh, this guy gets it. It's like yes, I do. <laughs> so they're, they're so similar in that vein, where um, kind of like the Olive Garden, right? Like uh, uh, where, where the the server says something like that, like yeah, th- this guy knows what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like that. Yeah. Uh, Dorian has a few uh, bullet points here. He says, I really wanted to see a Tory Sam rematch. I think many of us did. Uh, Daniel throwing a shade at silver honestly isn't a, uh, honesty isn't exactly Cobra Guy's strong suit. Um, he says, "I knew Eli was about to lose to Kenny when they didn't play Quiver." Hmm, that's true. It's true. They did oh, play yeah. the the Hawk Screech or whatever when he they unleashed did. the Hawk. Yeah, but they that's didn't play Quiver. Yeah, 
You know, the funny thing is I, I mentioned um, after season four, I think uh, Zach Robinson actually jumped into my like live stream reaction. And, oh, wow. and, I, and I mentioned to him um, like, like he was just in the chat, but like I, I mentioned like how like quiver has almost become Hawk's theme song because almost every time they're playing it, like in season three, it was when Hawk, you know, switched sides. And then in season right. four, they play it in the tournament when he's fighting Kyler. <laughs> it was like, and he's it, it, Zach. I don't think Zach thought of it like that. He's just like, well, yeah, it's just become kind of like the general theme or something. Uh, but yeah, I, I think so you it's ruined kind of, it. This is your fault. <laughs> I like, I think, uh, yeah, they didn't, I don't think they played quiver at all this season. Um, yeah. but, um, yeah, it is, it has almost kind of morphed into Hawks theme song based on how they used it in seasons three and four. So, yeah, I mean, I, I must admit a lot of my viewings, uh, come, um, at nighttime when like the family is asleep. So I don't often have it loud enough that I can pick up on like the actual music cues. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, so yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. So there you go. Uh, he finishes off with, I must hand it to Tori walking away from a fight to guts. Yeah. Um, yeah, Miguel absolutely. did it, but yeah. yeah, like this is, this is a big deal, um, mm -hmm. to Cobra Kai and, and the moment that she does it in. So, um, and both times a, a, a competitor has walked away, has been during, you know, the, the, the worst points. So it's, it's all about bad timing in this Miyagi-verse. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Um, the next one comes from Philomena. Uh, she says it has one of my favorite scenes where Sam is with Chosen and Daniel and Chosen give Sam, uh, Sam some advice. I was fighting against your father was fighting for. Yeah. Another mm -hmm. great moment. Just anything right. more Chosen. Um, Cisco, he says Amanda LaRusso, karate adjacent, always makes me laugh. Also enjoyed the party scene at the end. Yeah, the curtsy. Uh, Dorian mentions the curtsy too. That's just mm -hmm. great. I thought that was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, Courtney just has great timing for sure. Yeah, I like the moment. Like, like there was a lot of enthusiasm. Like, you can imagine, like, there was a lot of enthusiasm. They all had this plan getting in there. And then once they start talking, like, Amanda's like, oh, shoot, what am I doing here? Karate adjacent. Like, she's like going with it. Like, it's true. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, oh, why? Well, I, I guess I must say something myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, next one comes from Anne. Uh, her first point, she mentions karate adjacent. Amanda is the audience, but not all of us, of course, and her curtsy was the best. Uh, number two, how long was that behind the scenes footage of the next generation? Um, in parentheses, Sholo Tanner Jacob, though one of them might have been a stunt tee in that footage doing the screaming eagle been around. Anyone know what I'm talking about? I feel like it came out two years ago, but what is time anymore? Anywho, it came out before season five, so it's nice to finally see it in the show during the, the Doja montage. I'm just skipping ahead a little bit. Um, I I know at some point she reshared exactly what she was just talking about. I, I think she also uh, sent that into the Cobra guys uh, about it. Uh, number three, I continue to love Daniel and Chosen's friendship and his fighting against, fighting for, retelling of the death match was lovely. So everyone seems to really like that moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, number. For Robbie and Miyagi Do Gi, yeah. Well, yes, uh, we've seen him in a white gi before. First time, did we see the back of it? Did we see the back uh, of it this time? Oh, but they the, all have this time. But it was it, the, was, uh, it the was it was the right? season four gis this time. Um, yeah, the the belt right, right, because he was in the Cobra Kai. But but in season one, he's he was in a white gi, which is close. But but I get it officially. Yeah, officially and in a Miyagi Do Gi. And in season two, when they were at the um 
the Valley Fest demo. Um, mm. They mm-hmm. they did have the the white geese with the I think it had the back uh, patch on. Patch. Okay. Um, but it didn't have like the uh, you know the bandana the part of it. Yeah, right, the right, lotus. Right. Yeah, that that part of it. Um, was so it was season like, four. Like, yeah. yeah. So like that's why like this is like it is first time in that in that season for Miyagi no Gi. Right. Right. Uh, five. I love chosen encouraging Sam in Japanese Okinawan, and those undeniable points were badass. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, number six. Deprived of another Larusso hug when the committee told Miyagi Fang that they also qualified. Everyone, everyone is hugging, and we only get a fist pump between Johnny and Daniel. I caution that against. <laughs> did you pick up on that too? I, I did not. No, but um, I I get the I get the feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number six, Johnny telling uh, she has it as Gunther, so she she has to end in her. So we'll have to double check. Yeah, Gun- well, Gunther. You know, Gunther, that yeah, may be right. That, 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 that's that's more common, that. you know, yeah, just like yeah. the the character in Friends. He's Gunther. Um, Johnny telling Gunther, Gunther, uh, that we are Miyagi Do was perfect until Daniel's. Yeah, we are Eagle Fang. I get it, but really take the win, Daniel. I know. See, I agree with that one. <laughs> yeah, just take the win. Just take the win. We'd be like. You know what? We'll discuss it later. That's that's how he should have approached it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, um, yeah. No, I actually agree. Uh, Philom- mm-hmm. uh, Philomena, she she says a few things to Daniel, or not to Daniel, um, to Anne. I was just reading some of it. She mentions Daniel, but I'll just leave that to um her reply to Anne. I won't reread that. Uh, David M. He says, "Drago." <laughs> that is all. <laughs> Yeah, no, he literally says that is all also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, point taken. Uh, Jen, she says the one member that Johnny bonds with is the villain for Mighty Ducks 2. I recognize him right away. And I didn't. Like, you know, I saw people talking about it when the, uh, the that episode came up. And I was like, is that the same actor or just the same name? It's it's the same actor because um, the oh. other one, I believe... I believe he went to Iceland and then became the coach of the ice uh, team from Iceland. Yeah, I, you know what? I think it is Gunther too. I think I was just misspelling it. Um, mm, okay, <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it, I, I don't know if that's like stunt casting. Where like, oh well, he's the who's the villain in Mighty Ducks. So let's bring him back and make him this board member. I, I feel it would have been a little bit more on the nose if, if there was something to it. But um, that's just uh, maybe a little fun there, you know, for mm-hmm. for the people that grew up in the eighties and nineties. Uh, Mike P. He says, if they ever do a Cobra Kai spinoff, I hope it's the story of Shrimple Sensei. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, 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 it, we may get it. Like I, I. That's something that I would say is in the cards. You know. I, I hope um, so. I hope so. Yeah. I, I, I would like to see those cards. Um, the next, <laughs> the next one, uh, Randy C. Uh, he says, after Samantha wins her match, I love that Chosen addresses her as Samantha-san. I think this may be the first time Chosen has ever directly addressed the children on screen, but I think that adding San to her name was a subtle but very sweet way of showing ultimate respect. I agree. And maybe that, you know, maybe there's something to what I was saying earlier about them having shared a moment, a moment or moments before that we just didn't get to see it because it was off screen. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I just looked it up. Yes, that actor, D2, he played Wolf. Wolf Karsten, yeah. Karsten Norgard, I guess, Norgard, um, played well, Wolf what, what, what does she say again? Was, I remember... The villain from Mighty Ducks too. Yeah, she she says the villain, but um, I don't remember 
the coach's like name, but I know, I know there's a point where they re, they they say something like, "Oh, he's," they they call him the dentist for like all the teeth he knocks out. So I I don't、oh. know if I'm mixing up the the sequels to the Mighty Ducks, but I mean, I'll I'll you know you pulled that up, and so I might I might be mixing up my details is what I'm getting at.、Mm. But um, anyway, for Mighty Ducks too, so. Uh, Randy continued. Maybe this is more a question for when you review the season finale. Speculation for season six, since、uh, Kaitakai opens the world up to a more international scale. Do you think that this might provide the opportunity for at least a passing reference to the Jackie Chan, Jaden Smith world? I couldn't care less about the kids from that movie, but I think a brief but cordial meeting with Jackie Chan's Han character would be cool.、Um, P.S. I request that from now on you refer to me as being karate adjacent.、Um, <laughs> Randy, yeah, thank you for your feedback.、Um, watch party, if you want to add to this,、um, uh, the Jackie Chan. You know, they they could always maybe get Jackie Chan as a guest star.、Um, I don't I don't think he would play Han, but maybe he plays himself、um, as like as the Carrie Underwood of the Sakai Takai. Like right, right. In introducing you know Jackie Chan or something. So、um, you know those those I guess those options are there, but I don't think they will introduce Han as the character. Um, right, right. They seem to have made it very clear they don't want to, do, to go down that road. So, right. They, they. Sorry. Now, now I have my toddler sitting in here because、um, the wife is getting breakfast ready. So, my apologies. <laughs> so, th- this, this is um one of the big reasons why、uh, I, I don't do the mornings, uh, because I never <laughs> know when something like this will happen.、Mm-hmm. Um, nope, that's Daddy's microphone. Um, okay. So, yeah, th- th- you're right. They, they've already mentioned that、uh, that's not canon, but yeah, perhaps a, a, a guess. Uh, I guess cameo as himself、uh, for、mm-hmm. sure, but definitely Dre and Mr. Han do not exist in the Miyagi world.、Mm-hmm. So、um, the next one comes from JS.、Uh, apologies, everyone,、uh, if you guys can hear my son.、Um, Jay says, "Watch party was correct." This guy's smart. Yes, yeah. He's already off. Just, just end it right yeah, there. Okay, watch there party was correct. Okay, all right. Thanks, guys, for listening.、Um, <laughs> Was correct about Kenny from last episode. He took the words right out of my mouth. Just not sold on him being the top bad student. And with Devin, it seems like they're forcing her to be Tori's BFF, and it just doesn't seem authentic to me. Just my opinion. Is cool with what they did with Rocky Four references, both the scenes and the dialogue. Pretty cool. Also, Unchained was a perfect song for that whole thing. Oh yeah, the montage. Yep.、Mm-hmm. Um, the scene with Sam and Miguel during her match. She just gives Miguel this look. I can't really explain it. Like she knew she loved him.、Um, I I think I I know what he's talking about. I, I think people have shared that on Twitter quite a bit too.、Um, and he ends it with, but the very last scene where Sam saw Jackson. <laughs> Sam saw、uh, Jackson. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> saw Miguel and that girl kissing.、Uh, kudos to Mary Mauser. I mean, she really looked heartbroken in real life. Even though I tend to agree with some of the stuff Watch Party's videos about Jesus wanted to, plus some <laughs> other things, I felt really bad for her, and that's because Mary crushed that scene. Definitely、mm-hmm. one of my favorite episodes of the series for sure. Thank you, Jay, for that. So, no, it, it,、um, he's right.、Yeah. Like, it, it really nails it. Like, which is why, like, I. I even think of it like going the what's what's her plans and intentions going over there. She's like fully committed to this, and then it kind of has her heart ripped out a little bit.、Yeah. Um, and you know, and it just kind of a, a reminder these these actors they have been playing these characters for、uh, what is it two thousand three now for like you know almost seven, five seasons yeah <laughs> for, for five seasons about six ish years. So they've you know they they've had the skin on for quite some time, and so they.、Um, 
uh, I think they got these characters down. And so I, I don't know if I know any of the characters to still kind of be like, I don't really quite buy them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I, I think, yeah, she really owns that character and um, you start to feel for her now, you know, like I, I feel there's still some people who are maybe not necessarily like Sam haters, but they, they just might be more like, I don't feel like Sam would say something like that, or, or I don't feel like Sam would do that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I think people have maybe slowly start to come on board um, on, on Sam a little bit now. Yeah, I mean the sh- the show moves on. That's yes. that's what you got to always remember. Part of an arc, you know, yeah, right? right. They, you know, or rollercoaster arcs, you know, even. Uh, and Anne ends it with not necessarily a feedback, but she found that um, the, uh, the the clip that she was talking about just previously, and so she shared a link in the thread uh, and also the the timestamp of, of when it was. She said it, po- it was posted in September 2020, and um, some some of the screenshots. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's um Sholo, Tanner, and um the uh I'll just say Eli, uh Jacob basically in those poses, you know, from doing the Screaming Eagle. So we oh. finally got to see it in season five. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So it's been around for a while. Yeah. Um so that wraps it up, you guys. That is the feedback for Tekai uh tournament, aka tournament, uh for episode eight. Thanks, everybody, for leaving that. Um, apologies that it's been almost a month since the last review. Again, a lot of unexpected things uh, happened. Um, it's all about, you know, I mean, I guess Miyagi-verse has bad timing, and so do we sometimes in life, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, yeah. my, my two-year-old son's in here <laughs> during uh, during the recording. Um, but anyway, uh, we hope to get the... Um, review of episode nine out obviously sooner than later i know i say that every time but hopefully you know just to put pressure on myself like in the next couple of weeks you know we mm-hmm. um put out an interview with michael jonathan smith recently so check that out because he wrote episodes one six and nine that's a long long way from home or boros and also survivors so check that out a lot of great nuggets and so many more things i wanted to ask him that i didn't get a chance to get and mm-hmm. I guess my son is singing back here. Um, I don't know if you could hear that, but he's singing. Uh, and Watch Party, uh, you got something that you're currently working on that you want to pimp out and also give out contacts where people uh, can find you if they want to get a hold of you. Um, I don't have anything Cobra Kai uh, in, the, in the oven right now, um, but I did just recently put out some videos on season five. I put out a season six uh, video on Julie Pierce uh, that um, has gotten g- a good reaction to. Uh, if you want to check out that one, how Julie Pierce can enter. Uh, basically, that's like a that's a theory video on what what would actually bring her into the story. Like, what's the story reason? Um, that's a, a really good reaction. So definitely, if you want to check those out, um, I put out a video on Wednesday. If you're interested on that, uh, using the Hayden scale. Uh, which is something I'm developing and trying to apply more. But uh, so that's that. I'm on uh, YouTube at at Watch Party is the name of the channel. You can find it. Lots of Cobra Kai analysis and theories there and some other stuff. And then on Twitter and Instagram at Watch Party One, the number one. Uh, So I, by all means, you can give me follow, shoot me a tweet or something. I'll be happy to, uh, I'll see that and, you know, give you a reply or see what happens all right. Uh, for me, uh, I already kind of mentioned uh, some some coverages coming in in the future. Uh, you know, um, 
things we hear about uh, Twisted Metal, which is a show run by Michael Jonathan Smith, writer-producer of Cobra Kai, obviously, and uh, Obliterated. Th- those coverages will come um, once we get there. Uh, again, Peyton List, uh, who produced uh, School Spirits, uh, that drops on March Oh, she March produced 9th. it. She also produced it, yeah. Oh, oh I, did I didn't know that earlier. you, yeah, you yeah. knew that. I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you know. I guess re- I guess you just did your due diligence research. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Pro- producer uh, Peyton List. She um, School Spirits. Uh, the first three episodes, which we found out pre-recording here, that uh, all, all the first three will drop March 9th, and then one new episode uh, every Thursday thereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have Paramount Plus, it is exclusive to that streaming platform. If you have that and you catch the first episode. You know, who knows? You might be able to make a decision whether or not uh, you want to watch uh, more after that mm-hmm. and and keep an eye out in the event I started coverage for School Spirits as well here um, at uh, Companion. So I say that because, uh, you know, the transition to Companion Network might come uh, much sooner uh, because I didn't realize that my domain is coming to a, a renewal. And so I got some really big decisions to make soon. Oh, um, mm-hmm. Also, I am getting bombarded bombarded and i'm not even using that term loosely i'm getting bombarded with um voicemails and emails to being asked to be in season six ideas for season six so clearly people continue to google cobra kai email or cobra kai phone number and think that i work for the show so the sooner i can start like a new domain i can create a new email and and stop having these the you know the stuff that i don't want um you know, I I have the email there for people to send feedback, and and I haven't had that in a really long time. So I don't think anyone's really going to miss it if if I uh, make that change. And for those that do use the email, they'll follow me, and and they'll know when I make that change. Anyway, so mm-hmm. uh, for me, if Twitter is your thing, you can find me at Cobra Kai Pod, and on Instagram at Cobra Kai Companion, Companion spelled with a K. So uh, thanks, Watch Party, again uh, for being so accommodating as always, and thank you guys for your guys' continued support. And until the next episode, Grimple Sensei, love fishing, love sake bombs. Thank you, by the way, yes, for your fandom. You're, you've been great, man. You Everything you know. You've been along for the ride the whole time. You've been cheering us on. You're, you really get into it. You get the fans engaged. So great. you being here is, is, is important, and we really, really appreciate you, man. Thank you. So keep up the good work. This is part of the Companion Network.